Thank you for listening to this edition of the Christian Car Guy podcast. It's brought to you by Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road. Mr. Quick Pick is the opportunity for you to start your own roadside assistance business. If you have more investment energy than investment capital, stop working for someone else. Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road is the opportunity to have your own home-based business, working directly with auto clubs and leveraging a national brand and marketing strategy. Mr. Quick Pick helps people who have run out of gas, lock their keys in their car, or need a jump start. An A-plus rated company with a better business bureau and the three-time winner of the Member's Choice Award for customer service. This could be the chance you've been looking for to serve others at the point of crisis and even share your walk with Christ. So whether you're looking for a business opportunity or in need of emergency roadside assistance, choose Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road, mrquickpick.com. Now sit back and enjoy this podcast of the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. You've lost that driving feeling. Oh, that driving feeling. Christian Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now, nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. Negotiations Bible style. Bible style. Bible, 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 Bible. Negotiations Bible style. See the USA in your Chevrolet. America is asking you to call. Here come the Dutch boys. Those good guys are back. With a look in their eye. They mean business this time. It's Father's Day Eve today on the Christian Car Guys show. So we are all about Malachi 4-5, turning the hearts of the children to their fathers with this question for you today. What was your father's favorite vehicle? Yes, dads have favorites. Chevy, Ford, maybe even Subaru, but (laughs) even deeper than that, there was a particular car, you know what I'm talking about, and even my seven-year-old granddaughter would quickly tell you that her papa's favorite vehicle is Old Red. In fact, she made me a collage that I posted classic collage of old red i posted it at christiancarguy.com under my father's favorite in case you're wondering what that looked like that lila made for me so as you turn your heart towards your father today turn thinking back what was your father's favorite 866-348-7884-866-34 truth and if you call today we have an amazing certificate we are going to share with you so we're going to create for you a custom Father's Day favorite certificate that will have a picture of your father's favorite car that we've sort of made arrangements to make for you, and we're going to send it out your way. You call us with your father's favorite, 866-348-7884. And my father's was a 38 Nash, by the way, that I've got there. Christian Car Guide, a copy of that certificate, what it looks like. And, of course, you know, we'll make one up for you. But here we have a a special guest for us today on a Christian Car Guys show, the host of Keeping Your Drive Alive. He's going to help us out with this Father's Day favorite subject. He also does Victory Weekends. He's a 
Steve Wingfield with the Steve Wingfield Evangelist Association. Steve, how about hey, your dad? Those, it, was a, it was a great car. Those red interior, and a white car with a red interior, you know, you don't see that anymore, but that was a really cool setup. I can picture it. Really it really was. A 61 <laughs> Impala. I think In my, fact, I saw one auctioned, uh, oh, about a year ago, uh, over the big Baron uh, car, car auction, and I was drooling. <laughs> that is so awesome. And also yeah. today we have Bob, of course, our Christian junkyard guy. And Bob, what was your father's favorite? Uh, 87 Jeep Comanche as a Jeep pickup truck, and uh, he had always worked out of a car, but always wanted a truck, but he was so family-oriented, you know, he put our needs in front of his, and then it finally got to a point where he could do the truck thing, and uh, it just, he was so proud of that truck, and uh, I I can still remember all his uh, work stuff in it and everything, and uh, great memories there. So, as you're sitting there thinking about your father's favorite, we would love to hear the story. You call us, 866-348-7884, 866-348-7884. We have lines open. Of course, we would love to get you this keepsake certificate for Father's Day that we'll send your way with your dad's favorite car. And you can see that example again at ChristianCarGuy.com. So, yes, we can all learn from your questions or comments, and you can ask us anything today. We'd love to help you. We Again, Steve is involved with NASCAR and a lot of things like that, and, of course, Bob with his Christian junkyard experience that very few people have. Bob would love to your question at 866-348-7884. Yeah, Bob. Uh, brother, I just want to take a moment right now. Uh, with Father's Day coming around, most of the time on Father's Day, I'm headed out of town with the mission trip, and this is the first year I've stayed home and uh, faced the realities of uh, my son's death and uh, his birthday's this Thursday. And I'd kind of been asking for prayer and hoping that God would really lift me up this week and give me strength and, uh, you know, remind me to celebrate Rob's birthday and not mourn it and everything. And uh, yesterday and the day before, I mean, people I don't even know have walked in the junkyard and say, there's people praying for you that you don't even know. And I've just had so many people just come by or call or or something and just express the fact that, that they were praying for me. And to have just asked out loud in church Wednesday night for a little extra strength and a little extra prayer and to get confirmation like that from folks, it has just been one of the most awesome experiences of my life. It's uh, yeah, and 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 we've got a story along the Jesus Labor Love, which is our car repair for single moms and widows, on the power of prayer like that, Bob. And and I know a lot of folks are out there praying for Bob. And this is a tough week for a lot of folks. Father's Day is tough on all sorts of different levels, but along those lines, you know, Malachi four five. It's the last word in the Old Testament, as you may know. And our appraisal by the real black book today, your search for the Bible for hidden treasure, cry out for discernment. It says, behold, here's the last words in the Old Testament. It says, behold, I'll send you Elijah the prophet before the coming in the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And he shall turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and the heart of the children to their fathers. 
lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. So when I was reading that, I was actually getting ready to speak at Peace Church in Durham tomorrow. I get to do the Father's Day message. I'm really excited about that. The question struck me, since this passage is clearly speaking, at least in part, about John the Baptist, how did John the Baptist lead the hearts of the fathers to their children and the hearts of the children to their fathers? You know, isn't he the brood of vipers guy? Well, we're going <laughs> we're to talk about that coming up in our last segment on the Christian Car Guy show today in our appraisal by the Real Black Book. Again, want to mention the Jesus Labor Love, and I've got a cool story about that. We're going to share our website, christiancarguy.com, where you can find out about Victory Weekends and keeping your drive alive and all Steve Wingfield. We have all that stuff posted there as long as, as well as this certificate, but we got Barbara is in Greenville, North Carolina. She wants to share her father's favorite. Barbara, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. What was your father's favorite? Okay. I think it was a 1965 Chevy Bel Air. He was a Chevy man. And I think it was a 55 that he bought in 1956. And in 1957, we moved across country uh, from Los Angeles to South Carolina. And he loved that car. Now, did you say it was a 1955 Bel Air? Or 65? 55, 55. Uh, oh, the year I was born, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> That's an old you know. <laughs> <laughs> but that was an absolute classic. I mean, anybody knows knows that a 55 Chevrolet Bel Air, man, I mean, no wonder it was his favorite. Bob, that was a spectacular car. The feature, oh, yeah. The he, I wish I had it now, but my dad was a World War II veteran, and he was a scratch golfer that made nine holes in one in his life. And wow. uh, he loved that car. And what was his name, Barbara? Chad Stanford. Well, Chad Stanford, we honor you today. Wow, what a wonderful car, a 55 Chevrolet. Thank you for calling and sharing that, Barbara. Thank you for your show. Both oh, you and Bob do a wonderful job. God bless. Thank you so much. It's amazing to me how many people love the 55s and love the 57s, but the 56 is, is uh, kind of the neglected child. Uh, not many of those have been restored and everything, and it's just it's pretty amazing how it went from 55 is really one to have or 57 is the one to have, but it's the 56 I, enthusiasts. I Steve, are I keep thinking rare. about your dad's car. That was the, yes. the, the, the 60, did you say? 61, one? 61, yep. Because my grandfather had a 61 like that, and we used to go to the lake in it. But, Steve, your ministry, the uh, Keep Your Drive Alive, I'm, I'm curious, uh, when we come back from the break, actually, because I know we're coming right up on that, we were going to get into, uh, you know, how God put that ministry on your heart. It's a feature that you might hear on the Truth Network or on the radio station that you listen to here locally. But, you know, as we get ready to celebrate Father's Day, what a great opportunity you have today to certainly honor your father with what I know as a father that, you know, your car is kind of near and dear to your heart. So what, what? was your father's favorite 866-348-7884 866-34-TRUTH we want to get a certificate out your way like Barbara just got on a I can bet I can find some pictures of your 55 Bel Air no doubt so we got so much more Christian Car Guy show coming your way stay tuned
What was your daddy's favorite <laughs> that maybe got taken away from you? 866-348-7884. We would love to hear your story, your tribute to your dad. And we want to send you out a certificate along those lines of what was your father's favorite car? 866-348-7884. We have Steve Wingfield today joining us with Keep Your Drive Alive and Victory Weekend, the Steve Wingfield Evangelistic Association, our good friend Bob Young, our Christian junkyard guy here to help us out. But it's just not the same if you don't call and share the story of your dad's car. Because, you know, I've got mine, the 38 Nash story we're going to get to in a minute. But, uh, Steve, when we left, we were talking about your Keep Your Drive Alive ministry. And I'm, I'm, I'm curious. It's sort of a radio feature. We have it here on the uh, Truth Network, a 60-second. And how did God put that on your heart? felt like there were enough 30-minute uh, or hour broadcast uh, preaching, and my heart was to get on as many stations as possible. Uh, we're on a, a number of secular stations, and uh, be able to grab people with uh, a one-minute thought for the day. Um, and that really was birthed when I was pastoring in Roanoke, Virginia. Dr. Charles Fuller had a one-minute program called God's Minute, and... Uh, so I thought if I ever have an opportunity to do something like that, um, I, I'd like to do it. And then I did the devotional, uh, winning the race every day. So it sort of came out of that. Uh, I've been doing a, the, the broadcast for a number of years, and we switched the name after I did the devotional. Uh, so that's how it all got started, and uh, we're excited to be on the Truth Network and uh, looking forward to all that God's doing. It sort of combines, too, with what we're doing with Picture Weekend. We provide faith-based, family-friendly entertainment for race fans whenever the race is not going on and having a great time and seeing God do great things. So, yeah, you uh, had a big, you had a big event. Years have been wonderful. Yeah, you had a big event just last weekend at the race, didn't you? Yeah, we were at Michigan. Uh, our two biggest uh, races have been Michigan and Delver. We, uh, of course, we were at uh, Daytona and... Uh, and uh, Talladega, we've been Talladega, we've done Bristol. Uh, we're hoping to add Martinsville and Richmond. Uh, they'd be two of our home tracks. But uh, our next one now will be uh, Watkins Glen, and then we go repeat Michigan and, and Dover and also uh, Homestead. Uh, but we had uh, over 5,000 in attendance at uh, our Michigan event. Uh, on Saturday night, uh, hundreds of decisions that, Honored, uh, I think, about 100 veterans, active duty military first responders. So, yeah, God's doing some wonderful things. That is amazing. Well, moving back to our to our show today on your father's favorite, I hadn't had a chance to share my story yet because it, it was kind of a unique thing. My father was the Rambler dealer slash AMC Jeep dealer in Albuquerque, New Mexico, um, in the later years of, of when I was growing up. And I was a teenager. You can imagine a very in- you know, at this point in time, excited about cars and what was going on with cars. And he traded for a 1938 Nash that was in a barn that had been sitting in New Mexico since actually the 40s. So it hadn't come out of the barn since the 1940s. And it was sort of 
rust colored the first time I saw it and they put air in the tire somehow or another, they got the thing to the shop and it was a six volt system that, that, dra- that drove this old Nash. It was an inline six cylinder for those of that see these things. And it had what they called twin ignition. So it had 12 spark plugs on this six cylinder engine and the, the distributor cap on that thing was monument. I mean, it was huge, Bob. It was just, it's just to see this thing. And it still had the gas that was in the tank from the 40s. Now, you may have heard somebody tell you that gas gets old. Well, let me just share with you that they didn't know how to get, you know, they couldn't jump off a six-volt system to, because the battery was dead, after, obviously, after all those years. And this old service manager was so pumped up about this 38 Nash. We towed it down the street on a rope and dropped out the clutch and cranked that with gas that was our our old Bob. I'd say the uh, gas must have been a little different back then. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think there was any ethylene in it. Yeah. But what I know is, oh, my word, that thing cranked up, and we we're going down the road. Ooh. And Oh, yeah, man, because the seats <laughs> at this point in time were, were wore out and all this stuff. But my father, he restored that thing, I mean, till it was, you know, re-chrome the bumpers and just, he everything was tight about that car it had the old type of vinyl top that was in the middle of those old you know 30 model cars and so that that vinyl kind of pulled back to make like an old-fashioned sunroof it was kind of interesting looking in that car and heavy too oh my gosh (laughs) and that car had overdrive wow but you had to step off (laughs) the clutch in a certain way to get the overdrive to kick in it, it was really a strange thing, you know, that there was this last gear that would, you know, essentially be the one that would overdrive the engine. And there was just a unique unique way that it, it did all that. And one of the coolest things about it that I wish that they had figured out in later years, because it was a straight drive, obviously, was the starter engaged in a certain way when you push the clutch all the way to the floor. So you would never start the car without the clutch in. That's awesome. Yeah. So many times we did it with the, in the race car one time. I thought I had it in neutral and didn't and hit the start button. And that always startles people when a car lunges forward towards folks. You know, <laughs> something about that kind of spooks people. I'm not exactly <laughs> sure what it is. <laughs> uh, you still have this car, right? I wish he did. I wish he did. Uh, we had it all those years that we were in Albuquerque. And I. I I do not know what eventually ended up happening to the 38 Nash, but I have a picture of it there at christiancarguy.com on my certificate. And by all means, I want to make one of those for you if you'll call us with your father's favorite car, 866-348-7884. we got lines open. I'm, I'm sure you've got a story for us. Go ahead, Bob. Um, well, I, got, I, I got a story about my dad. Uh, my dad helped me buy my first car, and uh, I couldn't believe we were, we were out looking for a car. And we saw this uh, 1952 PR3B. Oh, wow. And, I mean, it was something that I could just drool over. And all of a sudden, my dad said, I think that's the car you need to get. And Whoa, Steve, I, the music's telling us that we got to move to the break, so we're going to hear about the 52. We don't want to miss that. Bob's got a story, too. He's chomping at the bit to tell you. But we need your story, 866 348 Seven eight eight four eight six six three four. Truth. We would love to hear your story on your father's favorite today on the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. I'd lie awake 
my father's embrace Sometimes at night I'd wander downstairs And pray he'd returned But no one was there Oh, how I cried A child all alone Turning the hearts of the fathers to their children and the children to the fathers today on the Christian Car Guys show. It's Father's Day Eve today, and so we're wondering about your father's favorite, and we would love to hear your story. We've got a lot of them lined up, it looks like. 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. And you call in, we have got a special certificate for you that'll have a picture of your father's favorite car on it, as well as, you know, sort of a keepsake here from the Christian Car Guy Show. We would love to include you. We got lots of calls coming in, but we were talking to Steve a minute about his 52. Steve, share quickly with us about that 52. Well, it was a 52 TR3B, and uh, I mean, I couldn't believe my dad said, let's get this one. Uh, I think he loved it as much as I did, and uh, I can still hear, still hear the words ringing in my ear, you're going to regret selling this. <laughs> a number of years later when I sold it. Uh, but, you know, uh, college was looming, and uh, I needed money to go to college. So Was that a Triumph it. then? I'm, I'm... It was a Triumph CR3. Oh, my word. Yeah. And... and I saw one the other day, uh, fully restored for forty thousand dollars, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I know what I paid for it too, seven hundred twenty-five. Oh wow, wow! Well, we have Sandy is in Winston Salem. She has her father's favorite. Sandy, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, I wanted to uh, just remind uh, listeners about one thing before I tell you my story. Uh, Bob has an arrangement with the Winston Salem rescue mission, that he uh, will donate your car to the, the value of your car to the rescue mission in Winston-Salem. So that's something great he does. I wanted to tell you about my dad's uh, 2002 BMW 1969. He uh, brought home a VW camper bus and my uh, <laughs> when he was in the market for a car, and my mother flipped out. And she made him take it back, so the kids were all crazy about it. And uh, then uh, he went out the same day and came back with the BMW Silver 2002. And uh, we all loved that car, though it was unknown on Long Island, pretty much unknown at that time. <laughs> and I was uh, one of the great stories I have about it is that uh, I raced a friend's GTO down wow. a long community drive. And I was I was right up with them, and the kids in their in his car were looking over at my car, just in baffled at how how I could be possibly keeping up with him <laughs> in this little unknown little car. Well, the question I know on everyone's mind is, did you have fun, fun, fun till the daddy took the Beamer away? <laughs> well, actually, I inherited the car uh, really? later on after after yeah I got it when I uh, got out of college. 
and I had it for a few years, had an accident in it, and then uh, gave it to my brother, who fixed it up and uh, drove it out to Colorado. That is so awesome, Sandy. I appreciate you calling in with that memory. And so those, those GTOs were very, very, very. Oh, awesome. they would go, but that two thousand. See, it, it gets confusing because it was a '69 model. Did you say? Yeah, the 69. It wasn't a 2002 BMW. That was the model number on the BMW. It was a 1969. Those were cool cars. God bless you, Sandy. I appreciate you calling in today. And we got Hugh is in Rock Hill, South Carolina. (laughs) Hugh, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Hey, good morning. How are y'all? How y'all doing? I am wonderful. I'm excited to hear your story. Oh, yeah. Well, excuse my voice there. Um. Yeah, my, my dad's, uh, I, well, I say it was his favorite. The one I, one I remember him enjoying a lot as a kid was a 67 Ford Galaxy 500. It was, it was the four-door. You know, oh, that's blue a good-looking car. Yeah, yeah, good-looking car. And, uh, and the one he had had a 390 with, with a white top, you know, and it was, and that, that thing, it just, just seemed like it, <laughs> I, I don't know I don't know how many horsepower it was making, but it just seemed like it was, there was a sound when you stepped down on that hue that no other car uh, that 390 ford had it uh, that was yeah. this deep like man we are fixing to go fast <laughs> yeah 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 but you, you know my dad wasn't a, a speedy kind of person um matter of fact he was kind of a he kind of a slow driver you know he wasn't really but the, it just seems like when, when you open the hood on that old car and you seen that that blue 390 in there that thing just it just filled the fenders up good, you know. It just, 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 oh, just good the, looking. Just when, the, when you got to drive it, did you uh, help him with his uh, carbon buildup? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, I, oh yeah. A couple times I got to drive it. You, 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 know, you uh, cleared out a little for yeah, him. Huh? Yeah, kind of, kind of clean the exhaust out. Yeah, but you know that thing. Um, <laughs> but you know that, that was just a nice. I, I just, I just remember it being a real nice car and an attractive car inside. The chrome and stuff, you know, just the way Ford had it put together. I don't. I know a lot of people are Chevrolet fans, and and I enjoy Chevrolets. Um, a neighbor of mine has a, a GTO that he, he keeps in a shed, and but but um, that that old Ford Galaxy with those, those a, headlights, you know, stacked yeah. up on each other, were just just a nice, you know, just a nice old car, you know. But but it was my dad's car, you know. That hey, is well, awesome. Just, Thanks for letting me contribute today. I'm really oh, enjoying the show. Yeah, God bless really you. Enjoy. Thank you, Hugh. That is thanks, awesome. And thanks. I'm glad Ford got a word in today, too. When they mentioned the GTOs, I just think about how many of those got wrapped around a tree because those things were so awesome oh, powerful. And, uh, they were. A lot of them met their demise early. We have. I had, a, I had a friend that had a 63 and a half. Oh, really? We and have. I, you told me something that would fly, but uh, much. Uh, I'm sad to say that he wrapped his around the tree and didn't walk away uh, yeah oh i'm sorry well we have karen is in easily south carolina karen you're on the christian car guy show good morning good morning sir uh, first of all i never call on uh, radio but um i heard this this morning and i needed to share two short stories with you Please. one is that uh, we bought my husband and i 54 years ago right after we married, which probably probably five years ago, uh, a 59 Ford two-door um, Galaxy 500. Oh, wow. And so we bought, brought both of our children home from the hospital in, those, in that oh, car. And 15 years ago, we um, sold it. And back in August, we received a call 
that this man uh, learned that we had it and wanted to know did we want to buy it back. Oh, wow. So this car did a complete turnaround. Um, when we sold it, our children were grown, had children, but they was telling the car by, and we thought it was gone. And all of a sudden, it comes back. We had it restored, and my daughter was making a Christian CD, and she wanted the picture of the car on the front of her CD. And that cool. And so we kind of thought that maybe that's why the Lord let it come back. A family so that she keeps that. Yeah. What, were, so, what was your other? What was your other story? And my other story was that my dad um, was in World War II, and he was a minister uh, after he came back. But just quickly, I received a call and said that the um, lady in France had found his Bible hidden in an attic. Wow. And had been there in that attic for 67 years. And they mm. found me through Knoxville, Tennessee, and um, made the story story short, um, I have his Bible that he carried to war with him in the Battle of the Bulge, and it was returned to the family after 67 years. Now, Karen, so, as, I, as I listen to both those stories, I can't help but note that I'm thinking you must be God's favorite, because he's looking well, at he, not, he's, he's bringing you back your car, and he's brought you back your father's Bible. What an honor. And to know that God's well, still looking out and, 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 and keeping those keepsakes like he keeps those tears in the bottle. Yes. Well, I um, was in one of our churches, um, General Assemblies, and I was sitting there, and I'm a lady minister. And they said the reason that it came to me was because I followed in my dad's footsteps, but I'm just following in the Lord's footsteps. Or, but I sat there, and I told the Lord, I said, if I'm doing something that I should not do, please let me know because I'll quit now. And I was crying. Oh, wow. And so two weeks later, I get the phone call that they had found my dad's Bible. That is so awesome. Karen, I hate to cut you off, but we got to go to a break. But what stories? How amazing. We need to hear yours. We got so many lined up, we may not even get to our appraisal by the Real Black Book, but we would love that. 866-348-7884 when we come back. Good, good father, and we are loving all the father favorite stories, their favorite cars today on the Christian Car Guys People Share. They're calling in at 866-348-7884, telling us about their father's favorite vehicles. And, of course, we got this wonderful Father's Day favorite certificate we're going to send out their way. But 
Speaking of good, good fathers, I did want to share this one story today about the Christian car guy ministry called the Jesus Labor Love. If you're a first-time listener, you may not know. It's for single moms, widows, families in crisis. We have a repair network across the country that helps families out that are in crisis with their cars. And it's my joy, obviously, to, to, to take part in this. But one of the things that I've learned is, and I like to handle the, the incoming request myself, if I can, if I have time, and often I do. And so I'll talk to the, the person in need, whether they're, you know, whatever their crisis may be. And what God has put on my heart over the last couple of years is to always pray with them. No matter what the situation is, and the many, many times it looks hopeless, honestly, as I'm listening to it and knowing what our resources are and what we may be able to do to help them, that a lot of these cars, it's just kind of a scary situation. Well, I got a call this week, Bob, from this lady, and she was telling me all her car had already been repaired. It was at the shop, and she needed a large amount of, it was a large amount of money. And I'm listening, and I'm thinking, oh, my word, what are we going to, you know, and I'm, I got no answers. As is often the case, <laughs> Robbie's pretty empty when it comes to that kind of stuff. But, and, and I'm, I'm thinking, wow, well, I guess I can get on the air and ask for donations or whatever, which our listeners are always very generous. They go to ChristianCarGuy.com and hit the donate button and make it happen. But I, this one sounded really, really tough. So I just, when she got done telling me, I just said, well, let's just pray. And so and I could tell this really made her feel good that we were praying. And she, and, she, and she was praying along with me, actually, as we were praying. I was, Lord, thank you for having, you know, th- that she would have the courage to reach out for help. And thank you that we get a chance to help, whatever that looks like, maybe just in prayer. I don't know. So I'm getting ready to, to figure out how to help her and, and making all the calls and whatever, and we hang up. And I call the repair shop about two hours later to find out exactly how much the bill is and how we can help. And the, and the man says, well, her bill's been paid. And I'm like, what? Yeah, she picked up her car about an hour ago. I said, you're kidding me. I said, I told him who I was, and she goes, he goes, no, it's, she's gone. She picked up her car. I'm like, well, okay. Well, good. So <laughs> yeah, I'm like, all right. Yesterday morning, Bob, this lady calls, and she showered blessings on me like you have no idea what that prayer did for me, Robbie. You have no idea what that meant to my life and how I knew that God was going to answer that prayer. And, and it wasn't 30 minutes after that prayer that crisis control ministry called me and gave me a check for the whole amount of this car. Whoop, whoop. Now I'm guessing crisis control ministry is not a, a Christian organization. I don't know, but it's fascinating to me that this lady, how awesome is it that she totally gave credit to God for what happened? Right, she it, it wasn't crisis control ministry. She knew who who had come through for her, and it was her good good father. And I feel more than honored that we got a chance to pray with this lady, and to, and to get this this kind of fruit. We're involved with crisis control in uh, Davidson County uh, to some extent, and there's some awesome awesome people working there. I don't know where this lady was was located, but. Uh, but, Steve, it's amazing. Sometimes we pray with people. We have no idea. You know, I, I shouldn't be surprised, but I'm I'm blown away. The privilege to step into the throne room and make that request known and to see him work. What a, what a joy. And if a person is listening today and they don't have a relationship with Jesus, I pray that uh, this would encourage them to say, I want to know him. Anybody that can do that, I want to be a part of that family. 
And all you got to do is ask. He said it all just ask, knock. You can hear his voice speaking, open the door, and invite him to come in. Yeah, it is, it's so, and what, you know, how cool is that? Well, we have John is in Greenville, South Carolina, and John's got a story for us. John, you're on the Christian Car Guys show. Good morning. Good morning. What well, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll do my best to make it short. My father was a mechanic. Oh, wow. Uh, back, in, back in the day. And it was time for my first car. And he decided that he and my mom were going to buy me one. So he goes and he test drives all these cars. And then he comes up to my work one day and he goes, come outside. I want you to take this one for a test drive. It was a night. It was a 64 and a half Ford Mustang. Oh, man. That, that, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and he just, he, he was just telling me what a great car it was. He loved the body. I mean, he's going on and on and on about this car. Well, I get behind the steering wheel, and we start down the road. He had taught me how to drive a straight-ship car, but it was on the column, and this one was on the floor. Well, I took off. And, you know, 16-year-old boys sometimes haven't got a whole lot of sense. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm tearing down this two-lane road in this big city in the south, and he's, he doesn't say a word. He's sitting in the passenger seat. doesn't say a word. Oh, man, I, I turned this car around, went back to work. Oh, this was great. Dad, I want this car. Dad, this is great. Oh, this is wonderful. He goes, son, this is a beautiful car. He said, but you'll never own it. <laughs> and I, I, said, I said, sir? <laughs> he, goes, he goes, you'll never own this car. I said, why, Dad, I want the car. I love the car. You like the car. You know, it's in great mechanical shape, you said. It's wonderful. And he goes, son, you'll kill yourself. Because I was driving like I'd lost my mind. Well, you know, I moped about that for two weeks. Even though he had gone and bought me a car, the car he bought me was a 68 Buick Special. No, that was a neat car. Yeah. That's light. Well, it was lemon yellow. Yeah, but but it was a lemon yellow with black interior, and it was a tank. Oh, yeah. I I went from a sports car to a (laughs) tank, and I just, I was so check over it. I just beat myself up. Why did I drive like that? What? But it was, um, that was, I think that was one of his favorite cars because he just, he really enjoyed it. And I think he was going to buy it for me if I had to act <laughs> well, you you should really just thank your father often and regular because my parents could tell by the way I rode a bicycle that I didn't need one with a, with a motor on it. They never would let me have a mini bike or a motorcycle or anything. And still to this day, I've never owned one to ride. I've, you know, traded for some. But, but you know, there's a it. wonderful biblical me- How many things is it that our Heavenly Father knows it probably wouldn't be good if Robbie had that. <laughs> <laughs> and he's withhold. I mean, there's a real biblical lesson in what you got there, John, because I know that there's all kinds of stuff. Robbie would kill himself with this one. Um, we know what his tendencies are, and we, we can see what's going on. But, uh, you know, you did have a great father, John. God bless you, yeah. and thank you thank for you. sharing that story. How fun was that? Wow. Hey, you know, this is Father's Day. I don't remember one of things my dad did for me uh he helped me buy the car but he said i'll never put tires on it if you want to spin your tires and burn them up that's up to you but i'm not buying and so i never did 
Well, thank you all for listening to the Christian Car Guys show today. I didn't get a chance to talk about John the Baptist, but that whole story is at our website. Bob, you got something for us? Just thanks again for all the prayers, and uh, please, everybody, keep lifting me up this week, and uh, Lord will get us through it all. Yeah, and lift up Steve. You've got your ministry as well, reaching out there, touching people to know Christ, right, Steve? Amen. That's our heart's desire. We've already seen this year almost a thousand people come to Christ. That is so wonderful. Find out more about it all at ChristianCarGuy.com. Now remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went, and he got it done all in 33 years. Thank you for listening. Hey, and uh, everybody can download my app. I have a a free app called Victor Weekend App. Download it.